0: With blockchain technology past its infancy and beyond the rebellious toddler years, more people are finding ways to bring these budding rebellious adolescents into the mainstream. I guess that's one way to look at it. We got a bunch of teenagers running around trying to be rocket scientists. Well, one such entrepreneur is Bobby Lee. While no relation to Bruce Lee, he is brother to Charlie Lee, and he's come out with what he claims to be the world's first multi-currency, non-electric physical wallet. It's called Ballet, and it looks like a really thick credit card that acts as offline cold storage. But first, we'll go down the rabbit hole of decentralized social media as we welcome Christopher Kramer of me.social to the mic. You've heard us talk about the site and how they're rewarding users for posting and upvoting content on previous episodes. Today, Chris is going to share more about how it works and why sites like this are so important to empower users. We're not quite the Jetsons, but we're a long way from the Flintstones. So let's yabba dabba do it with episode number three hundred and seventy-three of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four,
1: 3, two, one. Two. Who's bad? Jane, get me off this crazy thing. Hey, Mrs. Mrs. Jochem. Yes, sir. I just yabba dabba
0: I uh, Yabba dabba did already. No,
1: yabba dabba d- it's,
0: do over. It's already yabba dabba done. Oh sure. no! And I threw it in the Jetsons reference, of course. At the you know the end of the show, he's on the treadmill that never ends. And Jane, get me off this crazy thing. Roo, 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 roo. Okay, Rastro. Okay. Welcome to the Bad Crypto
1: Podcast. Starting exactly as we should with complete and
0: utter ridiculousness. I'm Joel Com.
1: I'm Travis Wright, and this is episode three seven three, which is a palindrome.
0: We are the DeFi DoFi,
1: the DeFi <laughs> DoFi, the blockchain blockheads, the crypto clowns, and all of that stuff. Because once you go bad, you never go back.
0: Good stuff. There's no way back. There's no way out. no way out. There's no way out. There's there
1: except. Mi- you know what? That reminds me of a great song by David Gilmour. There's, There's no, way, no way, out way out of here when you come in, yo, Ian good. Now that's
0: obscure, right? Because that's actually not Pink Floyd. That's David Gilmour. It's
1: David Gilmour, yeah. It's a great yeah. song. One of his albums. That, I love that song. You should add that, that to the playlist. I,
0: I think that was the first album. Well, you need to look up what the title of it There's is. There's no way so. out of here. There you go. There's no way out of here. So the only way out is to give kudos to our show sponsor. Hey, thanks for being so smart, Zen Ledger, for being part of the Bad Crypto Podcast. The Zen Ledger is a SaaS company providing the best tax software for cryptocurrency investors. Hey, if you've done any trading... You need to listen to this. Paying taxes can be really a pain in the tuchas. That's a Yiddish word for butt. And they make it easy. They help investors and CPAs with their crypto accounting and tax returns. They bring it all the data together. And they make paying crypto taxes easy and seamless. We're actually going to have them on the next episode of the show. The, the next episode of this podcast is going to be all tax based. We've got a CPA um, that's going to come on and talk more about the latest, latest regular. Okay, Rorge. Uh, listen, get a 15% discount on Zen Ledger with Bad Crypto 15. That's the coupon code Bad Crypto 15. Just go to badco.in forward slash Zen Ledger. Badco.in forward slash Zen Ledger.
1: Because playing crypto taxes is a pain in your crypto asses, assets, assets. Close enough.
0: Hey, got some great content for you. We've got uh, Bobby Lee from the Ballet Wallet. But first, join us in welcoming Mr. Christopher Kramer from SoMe.Social to the show. Social media and us. Uh, both Travis and I go back a long way in the social media space. And of course, we're always on the lookout for sites that are doing social on blockchain. Probably about a year ago or so, I came across a site that initially was called ONG Social, and I thought, OMG, that's a weird name. Well, they've since rebranded to SoMe, Social Media Redefined, the website, SoMe.Social, S-O-M-E-E. And we have with us today, Chris Kramer, the CEO, of Somi. And Chris, welcome to Bad Crypto.
2: Hey, thank you, Joel. Thank you, Travis. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. This is a
0: blockchain-based social media platform gamified with crypto rewards. Of course, users earn rewards for posting content and upvoting it posts. It seems to me like a hybrid of Facebook and Reddit. How would you position it?
2: Absolutely. no. It it's definitely has uh the characteristics of both social networks. Uh, a lot of people are saying we're like the crypto version of Facebook. Uh, but we, instead of the likes, we do have the upvotes and downvotes like a Reddit. So we're kind of this melting pot of different platforms and, uh, and giving people kind of a different flavor of social media. But yeah, I would definitely characterize it as, as those two mainly.
1: Yeah, now if you look at the website and you, you take a look at it, it is some Social, S-O-M-E-E dot Social. Get yourself a profile, set it up, and if you take a look at it, and you're going to see a lot of things that look very familiar. You're going to see a news feed. You're going to see where your friends are. Groups. There's also companies. There's also another area called ICO Social Dashboard. Uh, some of those that I'm not necessarily familiar with. But what I'm curious about is up at the top. I'm Travis Wright, and I have a star, and it's blue, and it's zero. And then I have a fire icon thing and it says 317.6. What is, what are those, what do those mean? And what are some of the areas that maybe new users might not understand when they first
2: come on? Absolutely. Yeah. So the, the star is um, a feature that, and we've been in open beta for a year. So like some of these features aren't fully rolled out yet, but they've been there kind of semi-active. The star that you see on your profile uh, right underneath the star, you'll see a little check mark that's gray. And if you click that, it starts this user verification process. So that's connected to the star, which we call it a G-score or a global score. And it's just a scoring system to uh, for people to, to do a quick check on certain profiles. Once we roll the features out to enable people to understand, like, this isn't a bot. This is a real person. Mm. Once you go through the, the user verification that checkmark automatically turns blue. Um, it's all connected to um, our, our third-party partner who does these checks, and it's kind of a typical KYC AML check, but we don't require you to go through that to get started. You can just join. Um, as you start to do things, upload your profile and your avatar. In the future, that'll affect the G-score because it, it'll recognize that you're not just a bot that, that joined the network, so... We're, we're putting these tools in to try to prevent um, people or, or from doing, using botnets and things like that. But also, we didn't want to do it in a way that would cause a lot of friction for real people. So we're being very thoughtful how we kind of rolled this out and tweaked it and seeing how different people um, are reacting to some of the features that we have. And then the little fire icon is what we call GFuel. Uh, so when we actually launched Somi and pivoted into the blockchain, we actually forked Steam, so we forked the Steam blockchain. So whereas a lot of people are familiar with the Steam project, they have uh, Steam, Steam Power, and the Steam back dollar, and what we have is kind of a mirror of that in our ecosystem. But we launched the we have a, a an Ethereum based token ONG. So we connected the Ethereum blockchain to the application. So that's inside of your wallet uh, once you set that up. It connects to Ethereum and then the uh, digital assets section is actually connected to our internal blockchain, which was a fork of steam. So that G Fuel is um, kind of like steam power, for example. So when you uh, power up the Somi points, so how we've connected it is that we want it to be kind of a blockchain agnostic social network. So we're actually going to be connecting more blockchains and adding more rewards into, into the ecosystem for people to earn in different ways on the platform, to want to support the other projects and um, and you know really kind of you know combine some of these these things in the ecosystem. So that's what that is. And the G Fuel is basically just when you take our ERC token, you buy it, so me points. So we connected the two, and then basically um, you can power those up so that you have voting power on the network. And when you are upvote, you can pass rewards. And that gives you an increased voting power. So people might not initially know that when they join the network. It's not super intuitive right now. There's little pop-up screens. If you hover over those inside of the wallet, it'll pop up and give you like a quick tutorial uh, inside of the digital assets section. But it is a little complex when you first start. But basically, if people just uh, join the network and start posting um, many times they'll, they'll start to see the value on the, at the post level, but you have to post on the blockchain. So another uh, thing that we did is we don't require you to post on the blockchain. And some of the early users asked us not to, to make it a requirement because some people don't want to ratify their content in perpetuity on the blockchain. So we just gave you the option. So one of our core values is, is a kind of value of choice, and we want people to be, be able to really choose, you know, what they can do. So um, when you first join the network, we give you some G Fuel and to get you started, it's better if you power up more um, so that you can have a, a larger upvote. Um, you also get 50% of the upvotes. So if you're going to upvote other people's posts, you're earning rewards from the upvoting, from your own content curation. And then when you post your own content, you're earning 50% of that. So just be aware of that when you join. Uh, you can go into settings and always turn on post to the blockchain or at the post level. You can click into your wall, share what's new. And when you do a post at the very bottom, there's a little so Me icon. If you click that, it'll light up. You'll see a Steam icon actually next to that one at the post level. Uh, you can also post to the Steam blockchain. Uh, we've had a partnership with Steam for quite some time. And so um, I don't know how the whole Tron... Uh, you know a lot of people are asking me hey how does this thing with Tron affect you guys we don't know yet but uh, we're certainly committed to to continuing the partnership if that's possible but
0: I, i'm a G fuel fool I've got over 68347 fuel because I've been actively posting uh, i want to talk about a couple of things I'm seeing here on my posts. But before I do, why don't you maybe share with the audience what are some of the problems that you believe this platform solves in the social media world?
2: Absolutely, yeah. So when we set out with the original platform that you guys joined uh, back in the day, it was just about the monetization piece Uh, back during the rise of Facebook, like we were all watching the rise of of Facebook and social media, um, a lot of the... Contributors, content creators, and curators, and people who are using these platforms—they were contributing all the value, but not capturing any early on, um, which they're still, you know, pretty much not capturing a lot of that value that they've, they've created. And so that was our original goal: was just to help people capture the monetization. Of course, since then, it's the biggest, you know, um, I guess issue that's that's been in in the the spotlight is the privacy where a lot of the data has been sold and, you know, the Cambridge Analytica and some of these other ones where the, the data has just been breached. So we, um, we are trying to solve those problems. So we're saying that we're redefining social media for privacy and user control and monetization. So those are pretty much our three pillars. So this is this
1: is interesting. I mean, I think it's 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 a great app. I think you know you, you've had some evolution of this thing over time. Maybe talk about where it was whenever you started and where you are now, because you've made a lot of progress over time. And where you see this thing heading? I mean, you said you're in a soft beta now. When is this going to be fully baked and ready for everyone, or is it ready for everyone now?
2: Would you say? Yeah. So uh, you know, it's it's still. It's very close. I would say, you know, where we've come and where we are now is it's leaps and bounds. You know, we've added a lot of features over the past year. We've, you know, we've forked a blockchain, you know, we connected Ethereum. We've kind of created this unique kind of exchange between uh, assets within the the platform itself. Uh, You can also swap our token directly for ETH right inside of our wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's unique. Um, another beautiful thing is that because our token is ethereum based, um, you know you can import your private keys to engine wallet and use a different interface. So it's kind of a unique uh system that we've built. so we've, we've done that. we've we've added a lot of security. uh we we've had audits done of the system you know, we've survived a lot of attacks. We had like DDoS attacks and all kinds of different things uh, to the site. So was, that was pretty interesting just to, to kind of, um, you know, go through those those different experiences. But for the most part, um, you know, we've grown leaps and bounds. We have this reward system that's really working um, well and people are earning their, their monetization on the site and then they're able to, you know, cash out uh, once they're verified. So we added this uh, verification system initially to stop the botnets and the fraudsters who were really attacking the network as well and creating like massive amounts of fake oh. accounts and then trying to just cash out the rewards. Um, so that brought some really legit um, properties to the platform. Uh, also uh, keeps us compliant with the regulators because there are you know, a lot of compliance issues with tokenizing the social network and we want to be on the you know good light with the with the regulators. So that was it solved several problems for us. Uh, we did put a price tag on that just to keep them from just paying a small fee. So we, we made a little bit higher than the normal. Uh, so at the same time it created a revenue stream for us, which we need as a as a young startup. So you know, all the early supporters that have been been verifying and paying the, the hundred bucks that we charge, it's been great just to just to have some revenue coming in.
0: So I have a question here about the monetization and how the voting rewards people. I've got two posts that I made in the official Somi group, which is kind of like the collective group that a lot of the members are posting in right now. One of them is a photo of me with the Corn at ETH Denver, and it's gotten four upvotes and it says it's made 74 cents. Then this other one is a link to another social app that I found, which is kind of like TikTok for crypto called Pepo. It's got five upvotes and one comment and it says it's earned $61.68. Explain the discrepancy there and how that works. How have I earned so much on this one post with just one more like than this photo?
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. So um, whoever upvoted those posts had more voting power, G Fuel, on the network. So once they powered up their vote, then when they upvote, they can pass more rewards. So the way it works inside of the, the platform is that if you have somebody who's really powered up a lot of this G Fuel into voting power, the voting power is used to, and it starts to deplete as you upvote people and curate content on the network. Your G Fuel that you power up actually never never really goes down. It always kind of grows in there. And then when you power down, they call it, that's when it goes back into the SOMI points that swaps out for our one-to-one with our ERC token. So that's kind of how the reward system works. But in, in terms of those posts, the reason it's different is that you just had different people who upvoted your post. So I had somebody
0: super strengthy, strengthy, I just made a new word, that upvoted You know that post. Like For example, I've got 68,000 uh, SOMI uh, fuel. And I didn't understand exactly... How it was working. So I actually unfueled them um, recently to see what the difference is in my earnings with having them fueled and not having it. So is 68,000 a lot? And what impact would that have on me upvoting somebody else's post?
2: Yeah. So 68,000 isn't, you know, really that much uh, in terms of, of G Fuel. You usually, if you power up, like a million of the ONG, which I think a million right now is super cheap. He's know. got a calculator out. He's got his old school calculator. Ah. Out it is. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a million right now is a few thousand bucks. But um, yeah, it's definitely. I think at sixty eight thousand, you're maybe upvoting and you're passing maybe like you know twenty five cents uh, per upvote. At that at that amount, so it's and, not. And do I
0: earn on that as well? When you say I'm passing it, I'm just trying to understand the economics. Yeah,
2: yeah, you do. So what happens is that when you go to other posts that you like and you're upvoting other other people on the network, you're according to your voting power. Um, what the algorithm does, what the blockchain does, is it looks at everybody uh, who upvoted that post. So you first you have your content creator, somebody who made the post, like you did for these. You get fifty percent of that. As all the upvoters come in, they are going to get the other fifty percent split amongst them according to their voting power. So the algorithm, the blockchain, does it all, and then it just distributes it into your wallet on a daily basis. So after seven days, it calculates the rewards on a post, and then it distributes it in your wallet in the rewards section.
1: That's very cool. Now I look at if I'm looking at in inside my. Uh, I'm, in, I'm inside the settings or whatever, and I can see my wallet, which I've actually, while we were on the call, I actually had some ONG tokens, and so I sent over like twenty five thousand ONG tokens, which is about eighty five dollars, and and then I look over and I see digital assets in here. I also see rewards. Now I have had five different, uh, I, I think five different posts that I placed on here, and I've earned on each one of them approximately three hundred uh, Somi. Right or the ONG tokens or whatever, but how do I claim those? Like, where are those exactly located at? And where does some where does someone? So now I have eighty five dollars worth of ONG to sell me tokens. How do I use those to convert to power up and, and make my account stronger? Or How do users do that so it makes them uh, be able to make more and and, and be able to give more?
2: Uh, of course, yeah. <clears throat> so right inside of that digital assets tab inside your wallet, you'll see that there's a uh, button right underneath the little wallet icon that says power up.
1: Mm-hmm. Power up, power and, down. I see I got 296 Somi tokens, zero G bucks, 317 G fuel, and a voting power of 5,732,696.
2: Right, right. So as you power up more of the G fuel then your voting power, it, it, that's what impacts your voting power. And, uh, and that's what allows you to earn more upvoting curation rewards and to earn more when you're upvoting other people on those curation rewards. I'm making most of mine on upvoting right now. I did like a couple posts last week that got pretty good traction, maybe 60, 70 bucks a post. And then, but I was just going through an upvoting. And because I'm powered up so much on the network, you know, I made about maybe 700 bucks last week in just mm. upvoting. The wow. Curation. That. Yeah, that is interesting.
1: Let me follow that up. So now what I just did was I, so I had the Somi points that I had earned and I had 296 of them. So I used 295 of them, converted that to G Fuel. Now I have 612 G Fuel, but I still have all that Somi that I had sent over. Is that at the bottom where it says buy Somi, swap Somi, convert Steam? Which one of those would I use to convert to Somi so I could convert that to more G Fuel?
2: Yeah, so um, so when you actually want to um, get more Somi points, you would have to buy the somi and we allow you to buy the somi points with our erc token so that's where kind of there's this unique interaction between the ethereum blockchain and between our private blockchain so we just allow you to buy and it's a one-to-one peg so basically one ong erc token equals one somi point and once you once you have more somi points in your digital assets that's where you can power up to more G fuel. Oh, I see. Uh, it, 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 it looks fine. like uh, so yeah. like If you it looks to, like
1: I'm not verified, so I'm not able to do that swap. So me, what 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 is the process to get verified then?
2: Yeah, so the process to get verified is to click on your, uh, go to your profile, click on little check mark on your your profile page. It's gray, and then okay. once you go through the process. Now, just heads up. You know we put a it, we charge a hundred dollars for the verification process uh, We did that early on when we had a lot of fraudsters and we set a, a little bit higher price than we normally would have just to, just to stop the whole fraud thing and what's coming in the future is we're going to allow people when they've already earned money because a lot of people you know they'll earn you know five six hundred bucks in a month or something um, we're gonna allow them to pay that and there's so many points in the future so that's not there yet. Right now, it's like a Stripe integration to, to pay for the verification, but just a heads up. But to, to do that, you would right now at this time, you'd have to pay uh, with Stripe or credit card, and then um, it'll actually take you through where you upload you know, the systems. It's all kind of artificial, intelligent, enabled, uh, scalable technology. So if you upload the right documents that the system's looking for, it approves you within like under a minute. It's all automated. So it's scalable. And uh, that's what we wanted uh, for, you know, to prepare kind of for our MVPs to make everything really scalable, the network and everything that's connected so that we could we could scale up a lot of users.
0: Excellent. I like social that pays me. The app is available for desktop at S O M E E so me dot social. It's available in the App Store for iOS, also on Google Play. And as we close out here, Chris, I understand that you guys are now looking for investment for this next round. So maybe just give us a, a really brief interview uh, overview of what that looks like.
2: Right, right, yeah. So we're just going into a Series A. We had, uh, you know, we've been at this since before uh, the, the blockchain kind of 2017 craze. So we started actually as a Delaware corporation with law firm Davis Wright to Maine in December of 2013, uh, did a series, a pre-seed round, did a series seed, 1.3 million seed round in 2017. And now that we have this close to MVP, we're going into a series A and raising anywhere from five to 9 million um, to, to just support the growth and the scale for the company. Excellent. Well, you guys go
0: check it out. I'm on there at Joelcom. Travis, what's your username?
2: I am
1: Travis Wright. is what it looks like.
0: Perfect. Yeah, Travis uh, Chris,
1: Wright no spaces.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you guys on Somi. Follow us there and let's engage and uh, earn tokens and and have our privacy and build this blockchain social world. Thanks, Chris.
2: Yeah, thanks Joel, thanks Travis. Appreciate the time.
1: Thank you so much for that, Kramer. Every time I hear Kramer, I always think of Seinfeld, so that's good good stuff there. Uh, Before we get on to our next interview, Mr. Joel Kahn, I want to give a shout-out to MobiPay. Now, you know that money has existed for thousands of years in different forms. I'm actually creating a presentation called Funny Money, which actually charts that sort of journey that money has been going on over the millennia. But now payments are going mobile, and that's why MobiPay, the ecosystem uh, is really handy because it consists of three applications that really helps you spend, send money, or your digital currency worldwide from your mobile phone in seconds. Even if you don't have a bank account, if you have a phone number, it will work. It's pretty cool. Plus, there's also cashback programs on purchases with MobiCoin, and there's this really unique global retail marketplace that the Moby ecosystem is taking part in as well and actually helping innovate. So you're going to want to check it out. It's Pay M-O-B-I-E-P-A-Y dot I-O. Now we should talk to Bobby Lee.
0: Now? We can. Are you guys ready? Let's do However, it. If you guys are ready, raise your hands. Oh, mm. we can't see you. Mm. Yeah, clap your hands. Oh, we can't hear you. can't them. hear you. Uh, put on some deodorant then. Let's do yeah, some cause, ballet. Because collectively you guys smell That's really true. bad. Okay. That's true. Mr. Travis Wright we have had Mr. Charlie Lee on the show what three four times
1: we have had him on several times yeah definitely I think at least three maybe four
0: and, and yet there's a another Lee brother there.
1: yeah we got Tommy Lee the drummer from Motley Crue <laughs> that's today. great girls girls <laughs> girls no, not that Lee, oh, brother. Lee. No, Bruce
0: Lee. Not Bruce Lee. He's he's long gone. The reincarnation of Bruce Lee is also not here. No, we have Mr. Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee. a legend in, in a staple in the blockchain and Bitcoin community, is with us today. And he's got some cool stuff to share. Uh, I'm actually holding the cool stuff in my hand right now. And you guys are going to want to listen. So
3: am I. Do you hear that? I
0: do. To this whole thing because you're going to have a chance to uh, to win something cool. Bobby Lee, welcome to Bad Crypto.
3: Thank you, thank you for having me. So excited to be here on Gra- Bad Crypto. Have you
0: felt neglected because we've had Charlie on so many times? Oh, not at all, you?
3: not at all.
1: Actually, Bobby's been on before. He was he got interviewed by uh, by Rachel Wilson. The crypt- yeah, so technically he's been on
0: the show, but we haven't spoken we with have him.
1: Not. That's right.
3: I'm so glad to
1: finally meet you. Fist bump, brother.
3: All right. Fist bump. Boom. 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 Okay.
0: So you actually have a long and storied history in the blockchain community. So why don't you kind of give us an overview of your bio?
3: Yeah, sure. So my brother actually introduced me to Bitcoin. Uh, Charlie, this was in uh, 2011. Very thankful, grateful to him. He actually got me into mining Bitcoin. So I started mining Bitcoin in the summer of 2011. In fact, I bought bought some of his uh, used ATI graphics cards. Uh, from his mining rig, and I moved them over to China in Shanghai. I mined uh, w- with my own setup with four of those ATI. I think 59, 70s, I think, forgot which ones. Um, and and at the time, it was just mining, you know, a few Bitcoins a summer. It was actually ended up being about 20, 21 Bitcoins. So at the time, it was worth, what is it, 800 bucks, barely covered electricity costs, didn't think much of it. It was just a hobby. Mm-hmm. So actually, two years later... I decided, I I left Walmart, uh, e-commerce in China at the time, and decided to pursue my professional career in Bitcoin. That's when I partnered up with two people uh, in China and to launch BTC China as a company. So BTC China was China's very first Bitcoin exchange. And in that year, 2013, we did fundraising and all that. And we saw the price go up uh, towards the end of the year. We are we are the prices on our exchange that drove the action around the world. We became the world's largest exchange by trading volume. We overtook MT Gox at the time mm. by November, December. And um, the rest is history. So actually, the history has, had its bumps. China banned Bitcoin two or three times. Yeah, I was, yeah, that was my, my
0: first question there is, yeah. how did China react to the launching of BTC
3: China? You know, BTC China was a website that first got started up in 2011. So that was the very first Bitcoin exchange. In China, we, in Chinese language, we don't call it an exchange. We call it trading platform because in Chinese uh, regulation, an exchange needed a license, whereas a trading platform didn't. Mm. But again, we're using English. So, so it's semantics. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we, in China, we called ourselves a tri- Bitcoin trading platform, but nonetheless, there was no license to be granted. We couldn't get one even if we asked for. So um, we ran it you know, as a trading platform, as a website, up until 2017. But during that time, we saw the rise in 2013. We saw the crackdown, the PBOC, the Bank of China, Central Bank. They issued guidance. And then we saw several ups and downs. Uh, eventually, by 2017, we were actually optimistic. They actually came knocking on door in January of 2017, that's when Bitcoin crossed $1,000 again for the second time. That was uh, distinctly uh, memorable because we were watching a Star Wars movie and uh, right after the movie, they called us. So we're coming in, you know, there was like a movie was Friday night. They said, we're coming in on Monday morning, 7 a.m. or 9 a.m. We're like, what? What do you mean? We're gonna bring all the lawyers. (laughs) We didn't know what was going on. So they came in and basically, they were investigating what's going on because they were upset that prices went over $1,000. China was upset. China was upset that the Bitcoin price went over US dollar 1000. And to me that's ludicrous. Like like you know, it's not like as if I could control the price. Oh, they're knocking, so let, let me turn the prices down. You know, it's not <laughs> it's, it's like it's hold like, like the neighbor's complaining about my stereo being too loud. <laughs> let me just turn the volume down, yeah. you know. So um uh. so it's 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 uh, insane. They would think that. That we could do something about it, even. Um, but of course, they issued a press release and the price did come down a little bit because people were scared China's gonna ban Bitcoin mm-hmm. again. Um, but it, it and you it, said, it, there you go. See, we got it down there. <laughs> <I think. laughs> yeah. yeah. So? No, no, seriously, seriously, the, <laughs> the, because, because the PBOC people, they have their, you know, the, the echelon of like, like the boss and the underlings. The underlings will whisper to me, they're like, Bobby, do something to lower the price. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like they, he he or she right. thought like we really could do something yeah. about it. Like, yeah. like there's nothing I could do. It's a global I'm not, system. I'm not Bob Toshi. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's crazy. I'm Bob it's crazy. crazy. So I w- I would then whisper back, say, hey, there's nothing we could do. You know, this is a global asset class. It'll <laughs> go down soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so it was ludicrous. But but that spring, they said, okay, fine. You couldn't do anything about it. Uh, We actually stopped withdrawals. We stopped Bitcoin withdrawals for a few months. It was one of those self-inflicted sort of uh, policies, but that didn't work. Uh, Bitcoin prices kept creeping up. And eventually, uh, by that summer, they said, we'll issue licenses. So we got in line to get three licenses. Uh, Us and the two other competitors, Hopi and OK, were in line to get the licenses. But then the rug got pulled out underneath us. What happened was- What year was this again? 2017. Okay, yeah. So spring of two thousand seventeen. If you remember, in May there was a WannaCry virus. This is the malware attack. Do you remember that globally? I do. A lot of computers got infected, and they were asking for ransom in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So now the government thinks, hey, Bitcoin is bad because of the of the WannaCry virus, yeah. and malware, Silk Road. and Silk Road, and all the bad stuff. Right? We're like, wait a minute, that's not us either, because that's just a malware hackers asking for ransom in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they ask for ransom in U.S. dollars, should we just cancel the U.S. dollar? Yeah. <laughs> we should just cancel the U.S. dollar. We should cancel
0: the U.S. dollar because it's busted. That's, yeah, there
3: you yeah, go. There I you go. go. So, so somehow they associated us, the ecosystem with the WannaCry virus. So the upper echelon of the government, they said, okay, let's just not give out license. Let's just close, it, close everything down. And by the summer, there was an ICO boom. If you recall, summer 2007, ICO boom. And that did not go over well either. So they, they banned ICOs. They banned ICOs. And with that, they threw the baby out with the bathwater. So they actually said no ICOs and no Bitcoin exchanges either and no Bitcoin trading platforms. Right. So that came in November, on November 4th. That was a document. And we were like, uh oh. So that didn't stop the price to go down. It went down to
1: by then it was um I'm trying to think. Well, if we're talking November 2017, like that's right
3: when it's getting ready no, no, to go. It was for- September, September 2017. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was over a thousand dollars thousand two hundred thousand two hundred thousand five. I forgot exactly what yeah. price. But nonetheless, it's so crazy. I went from September to December. I went oh, it went from twelve yeah. to twenty. Yeah. Da, da, da,
1: da, da. Yeah.
3: It all yeah, it all started a year earlier at the in the in the fall of uh, two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. right? The the price rise. It went up ten de- x in one year. Yeah. So nonetheless, so by after September fourth, a week later, they called us in on September 14th. They called us into the PBOC office in Pudong, Shanghai. The People's Bank of China? Yeah, this is the, the Pudong Financial District, whatever, regulatory firm. Uh, and then in Shanghai, yeah. They called all the Shanghai-related uh, exchanges in. And uh, we were the most representative, being BTCC. And they had us sitting across one side of the table, all the exchange operators and all that. And on the other side were the lawyers, the, the police, the... All the divisions, all the regulators, and all that stuff, and essentially they 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 warned us, they threatened us. Like, and you basically they're shut like your pants. They're, they're like reminder, like, oh, no, man. exactly, exactly. <laughs> this a reminder: you guys are running a Bitcoin, China. Bitcoin trading platform, yeah. and you don't have a license. And they read us this long thing. They, one guy even wrote a poem. He's like, you know, thou shall not, thou shall be. Um, oh, he said, be calm, be respectful. You know, be be, uh, don't take risks. You know. You know, listen, you know, follow the rules. Mm. And then they kindly pointed to us. Here's the, the police in case we need to enforce anything. They're in the room. Oh, and no. here are the lawyers in case you want to go to court. <laughs> so they brought out the force. Wow. And basically they wanted us on that day, on September 14th, to announce we're going to close the exchange. So we announced it that very day. Yeah, of course. You because did. if not.
1: If not, they, they showed us the people on the left and the people on the right. Clowns yeah. to the left of me. Joker's on the right. Here exactly. I am. Yeah, we're shutting down BC, <laughs> BCCC. Steeler's yeah, yeah. wheel.
0: Going to add that to the playlist.
3: So that was that. And you had to close it down. We closed down within a month. We, okay. we announced that same night. We announced we're going to shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, of course, when like we announced a, it, everybody we, everybody said, we said we said that, oh, we read the documents in, in reflection, in hindsight. Or not in hindsight, but, you know. And we read in we reading documents, we realized we're going to close. Yeah, yeah. So then people were able then to withdraw. Yeah, yeah. We gave it. them a month to stop the trading engine and all that stuff, and then we 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 opened we we had deposit withdrawals uh, withdrawals open for the rest of the year for the rest of the two years. Mm-hmm.
0: So everyone they just didn't want the activity on it. It's like you can get your money out, but you need to stop acting as an exchange. Exactly. You are not licensed. We do exactly. not approve. Exactly. So what did you do next?
3: So. So we had our mother company, the parent company is called BTCC. We had a mining pool, wallets, and all that stuff, had exchange in Hong Kong and so on. So we actually got an acquisition offer. So we sold that company at the end of seventeen. The deal closed in January 2018. So it's been exactly two months since the, the acquisition, uh, since our company got sold. So I made a bunch of money. Uh, 2018, I took the year off uh sabbatical which is probably uh, a good idea since well, it yeah it was a great show it was great <laughs> <laughs> 2018
1: was so challenging womp womp. for folks oh yeah
3: yeah a lot of conferences went speaking uh, went to activities and stuff like that so i wasn't doing anything um formal per se but during my btcc years one of the most exciting things was actually doing the btcc mint coins these were the physical coins uh, remember the Casascius coins by Mike Caldwell? No, actual Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that same thing. We launched them. Our innovation was we made them out of titanium. And we made them, we loaded the coins with brand new fresh virgin Bitcoins from the Bitcoin block reward. So every day there's 144 blocks. At the time it was 25 or 12 and a half Bitcoins. So we loaded the coins with these fresh virgin coins.
0: You follow me? I, I'm with you. I mean, yeah. the newly minted They hadn't, points, had, sex exa- no, they hadn't they were, had sex
3: yet. had sex That's no. right. No transactions could no. trace right. the origin. Right. Right. So we made, We made. I made over 30,000 coins from the biggest denomination, the blocks of 25 BTC, down to 25 to 12 and a half, to five Bitcoins, one Bitcoins, half a Bitcoin, a tenth of a Bitcoin, all the way down to a thousands of a Bitcoin in the form of poker chips. We had purple color Black nice. color, so those green, were red, blue, white. They're all sold out out They're over thirty thousand pieces. Oh, that sucks! Because I was going to ask for a few. Yeah, I don't have any. I, I can have they're some. All, of those 50 you, you can buy Bitcoin them on eBay. Okay. You can buy them on eBay. Yeah. Um, they're all sold out, and they've been. So there's over thirty thousand of these units out there, and I think between seven to eight thousand BTC value. So market value today is over sixty, seventy million dollars worth of bitcoins in all those. Coins. Yeah, so that came from your mining's. Your yeah, came mining. from our mining pool. Uh, I was a coin maker making physical coin, book coins. The reason I bring this up is a trust factor. So people have really trusted me for many years, since 2013 with BTC China. I'll, I'm probably the only one person can say with a f- uh, straight face that I built one of the world's largest exchanges, and I shut it down and gave everyone back their money. Mm. Yeah, Mongox cannot say that. Okay, Manga, can I say that. Even the ones running today, it's not clear they can... Right. Well, a lot of down. them they
1: you know there's some it looks like there's so much fraudulent you Absolutely. know exchange volume going on that if they were called to task on that to try to you know show us all
3: that bitcoin that's yeah. on it's your really system, hard. it's
1: i don't know that they could be able to do that yep
3: yep so we we uh, we unwound it very nicely mm. um Bobby Lee the yep. most trusted name in crypto <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs>
0: Well, you yeah. and you're bringing that trust with you because you've got a new project that you are behind. It is a crypto wallet, and it's called Ballet. Correct. And we danced our way in here. The sound that you hear there is the card against Travis's Super Bowl ring.
3: Yeah, can you hear? Actually,
0: that's, oh, yeah, I can hear it. Everybody should be able Stand to. Dana Steele.
3: Just like the Tesla Cybertruck.
0: Okay, we see a lot of wallets. We get, you know, we've seen the, the Trezor. We've seen the Ledger. We've had the cool wallet S sent to us. And, yeah, you yeah. know, we've seen Binance's little wallet they made. And there, there's a bunch of them. So what what's broken in the wallet world that we need another wallet?
3: Well, the wallet, by the way, everything, all, almost all the wallets you mentioned just now, I have them. I, I've used them. Sure. I own them. You um, you need to know. Absolutely. absolutely. I've even used to open Dime the uh the, the, you mentioned the ledger wallets there's a lot oh, of steel somebody wallets. at the door I'm gonna go get okay. it there there's a bunch of other wallets um that I've used okay now nothing's fundamentally wrong about them but what I realize is for all these wallets they're quite hard to use okay so for the uninitiated all of those traditional hardware electronic based wallets are quite hard to use okay so I have no problem using it I come from a tech background. I have two degrees of computer science from Stanford University. So I I know my job. Why didn't you just
1: get one? I got
3: got my bachelor's degree and I stayed on. I was silly enough to stay on for another master's degree. In hindsight, I should have left earlier and go make my (laughs) stock options in Silicon Valley. Yeah, but nonetheless. So all those traditional wallets are electronics, electronic mm-hmm. nature. So they have chips in them. They have uh, NFC chips, Bluetooth chips. They t- have batteries or they take a charge, a USB cable and all that stuff. So a few things. Electronics, it turns out, not easy. Mm-hmm. You have to pair it with your phone. You have to plug the cable in. And if you have it doesn't work, yeah. You could reset the password. They're, basically, there are all sorts of passwords and PIN codes and all sorts of reliability issues and firmware upgrade. Why do they upgrade the firmware so many times mm. if it's so secure? I don't like uh... having
0: to upgrade my firmware because off, you know, they always say, have your you know, your 12-word key handy. Yeah, available, yeah. It's never handy because it's locked up and off location. Exactly, exactly. As much as I love my Trezor, that is one of the – so I don't upload the firmware. I don't upgrade the firmware often.
3: Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's one of the pitfalls I've realized over the years, right? When I first bought it, I didn't realize there was gonna be so many firmware upgrades. But now it's like a pain in the, you know, so I don't In the what? (laughs) In the behind. Where does it hurt? Okay, show me where the pain hurts you. Exactly. So what I realized is, you know what, maybe non-electronic is the way to go. And I'm using my experience. He had an experience.
0: idea. Yeah, saw the little light bulb going over Exactly.
3: His head. I'm using the, my experience from the BTCC Mint coins, from the Cassius coins, a paper wallet. So what Ballet has done is essentially created a glorified paper wallet. But the difference is it's not made of paper. We put it on a nice thick Stainless steel card. Very nice. Yes, it's very hard. It's, you feel it. It's bigger it's than a credit card. Very thick. It's, it's very stainless. Same size, but it's thicker than a credit
0: card. You, you could, you might not get on an airplane like with this. They might oh, yeah. say this they, is a the weapon.
3: They, in fact, if I put my wallet in my in my uh, in my pocket, if I go through the thing, they'll, they'll ask me to take out my wallet. And it goes through the X ray because the the steel in here really. Uh, causes the metal detector to go off. Yeah. Great. So now we get more padded down at TSA. Thanks a lot, Bobby Lee. Exactly. <laughs> well, the reason we make it so hefty is because I want people to really feel it and hold it and feel the sense of weight mm-hmm. that cryptocurrency is worth something and not just How some, much is Bitcoin some way.
1: Mm-hmm. This thing is sexy. It is.
3: I'm looking at this right here and we got the, you like
1: the first day of issue limited edition, real back of Bitcoin Ballet, uh, AA001109. That's really fancy. That's really cool. And so so explain the mechanism of this. So I understand I can scan this code and I can send this Bitcoin. Yes. I understand that. Now, and I know that everybody else is going to understand that I can send Bitcoin to this by just scanning that QR code. Yeah. How do I send
3: Bitcoin well, be- from this? Before we talk about sending, I want to emphasize what you just said there. Yeah. Everyone can send Bitcoin to it just by scanning the front QR code. Yeah. This is the first wallet. Think about this. This is the first wallet in the world. That requires no setup.
2: Mm.
3: No setup. No setup. Well, what do I do? There's okay,
0: let's do this. So um, I'm going to put my mic down, Travis, and let's get the sound of me opening this. Yeah. So, this is me opening the cardboard, cardboard box. <laughs> So, you, oh, so the box you is go. open, and there's a box to
3: protect well, at it. Well, first, there's a letter I wrote to the community. Okay. Oh Dear, dear community. community. We
1: don't read that shit.
3: Okay, it's fine. got words. It's yeah. words. Yeah. Thank
0: you for choosing the family. don't read that. They like to listen to things.
3: Physical wallet.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. so there's a thing Move here. On. There's a wallet itself. There's a wallet. I'm pulling it out of the little plastic sleeve.
1: There yep. Is.
0: Hey, buddies. Uh, All right. Wallet buddies. Okay, so now I'm looking at this thing, and what do I need to do?
3: Well, so by the way, there's also a protective acrylic case to, on uh, to on practice the top. safe Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. You don't safe need acrylic we case. Don't need this thing is to steal, baby. Exactly. But the point is, this wallet has no setup. So literally, you take it out of the box for a newbie. They can now instantly receive Bitcoin. So if you were generous to send Bitcoin to the person receiving it, mm-hmm. you can just scan that QR code using any wallet that you use. You just send them something my Coinbase account. Exactly, just Coinbase that. whatever. And you but can I can, just, uh,
1: I can also send them like Litecoin.
3: You could. How does that work? Because okay, it's just one so QR you're code. You're right. You're right. So the card itself has one primary coin address on the QR code. Yeah. If you use the app called Ballet Crypto, by the way, the app is available on Android, Google Play, and iOS. Okay. And it's also available for desktop. We just launched a desktop version for uh, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Okay. And we have a web browser version for Chrome and Safari on our website. And that's BalletCrypto.com. Yeah, that's our Ballet main like
1: B-A-L-L-E-T, like yes. doing a
3: little dance. Exactly, the dance ballet. Ballet like Bollywood. Yeah. Not ballet. <laughs> ballet. Ballet, Not ballet, like ballet, this. ballet. Yeah, no. ballet, B A L L E T. Simple and elegant. Simple and elegant. I love that. Yes. I love that, Mr. Bobby Lee. And also it's a name that's more female friendly because we don't want a geeky name. We want this for mass adoption. It is very sexy. But do you yeah. do
0: you recommend that people carry this with them? No,
3: there's this? two use cases. I'll explain that in a little bit. So I'm going to answer the question about what how do you send it? So by by how do you store Litecoin? So by downloading the app, the app is optional. If you just send Bitcoin, you can just send it. But if you want Litecoin, Ethereum, all that, the app, download it, and you scan the card with the app. Then you can enable the uh, all the other coins. Okay, I'm going to show you guys on my mobile phone here. Uh, I don't oh my God, you have so much
1: crypto! Oh yeah, exactly. look
3: at that! Look at the, how rich, how crypto rich I am. So you click manage, and you have all the other coins in there. Okay. From all the Bitcoin forks to the Litecoin, Ethereum, XRP, Tether, Binance coin. Oh, bad
1: coin? Anus oh, no. coin? No. Oh, Unis coin. <laughs> Unis <Yeah>. coin.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so um, basically a whole bunch. And we support all the ERC20 coins as well. So the, all the all ERC20 tokens and so on. So with this, now you can have the receive and get the receive address for every single coin you want. And just copy paste okay, it.
1: Okay. Now where does now where does this go? Does this get stored on a wallet on the phone? Then, then it's so, not the,
3: just- so the, on the phone app, what happens? is a watch only wallet. So if you, if you're technical enough, what happens is everything that happens on the phone doesn't matter, because the phone doesn't ha- does not have the private keys, right? So the credentials, the private key credentials are still on that. hmm So stainless steel card. Where? Well, what happens is this. It's actually. I mean, the, I see, I see yeah, a public you, you address. Sort of see it. You sort of see it. What you see is the deposit address. Now, if you peel back, it's a sticker. See that silver? Yeah. It's a sticker. If you would to peel that back. Feel do for I want to do that? Yeah, you, I mean, we're, we're testing it anyways. Go ahead and do that. Okay. If you peel it back, you see this yellow background. This is the encrypted private key. That's encrypted private key. Okay. It shows up in two formats. One is in QR code machine readable, but most importantly, it shows up in human readable Text in courier yeah, yeah. font. Uh-huh. Okay. Monospace font. Okay. So it's very readable. I like that, that you said courier. It's the courier font. Yes. Not Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it's in uh, text format, human readable. Mm-hmm. You know, our eyes won't go bad. But that's a private key. That's an encrypted private key. Oh, this is so used. St-
0: if somebody were to steal this.
3: No, no, hold on, hold on. It, All right, I'm it. trying it's to steal- keep up with you. Yeah, keep up with me. So it's okay. encrypted in the sense that we use a two-factor key process. So there's actually a passphrase to this private key, a password, long passphrase, okay? The passphrase is underneath the scratch-off on the bottom. Okay. So if you use a coin, scratch-off, or use a fingernail, scratch-off the bottom, you'll get a string of letters and numbers in white, okay. and that's a passphrase. So together, using BIP38 Open Standard. This non-proprietary, okay? This is not a ballet invention. This BIP38 open standard. You combine the two, you get the real private key. And that real private key, using the app, it can then move the coins by signing the transactions. You follow me? I'm not sure.
1: I know that, I, but I think our folks that are listening might be able to. So you have to see the thing, but I, I still don't necessarily know. It's like, all right, now I want to send... So I, I got to send from app, my app. From the app.
3: The from app. My app. Will, the app is a tool that processes the private key information on the card. I mean, this isn't the blockchain. Yeah. I mean, it's, this it's all is on the just... block. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. All the coins are actually on the blockchain. They're locked sure. on the blockchain. Yeah. On the Litecoin blockchain, Ethereum blockchain, Bitcoin blockchain, Dogecoin blockchain. Mm. It's all there. Yeah. Now, why do they belong to you? These coins belong to you because you have the unique private key. And where are your private keys? It's here. It's on your wallet. It's broken into two parts. You need both parts combined to actually unlock the key. But they're both here. How do you combine
1: them? You combine combine them on the the card.
3: And you combine them on the app. The app will walk you through the step. When you say, I want to send some Litecoin, Bitcoin, it'll walk you through the step and say, okay, how many BTCs do you want to send? To what address? And then it'll say, are you ready? You want to send me all of them. You want to send me all of them. So
0: what happens if somebody mugs me and
3: takes my card? Okay, you're exactly right. So in that case... Right. You're screwed. Mm-hmm. What happens is you have to treat this physical wallet as cash. It says on the back. Treat yeah. it like gold. Treat it like paper money, like, like fiat money. Because what we turn... if somebody steals your stack of hundred dollar bills, you're out of luck. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I get it. I'm we've, just we've making turned... sure there's not another element here that there I'm missing. It's on purpose. We've turned virtual cryptocurrency into a physical good. It's I called see. bearer instrument. So this is the magic. Rawr. We've literally created During a bearer a bear instrument container where you could put cryptocurrency on there. And we, we did it on purpose. It's bad. It's, it's pros and cons. What are the cons? Well, if you lose it, you get out of luck.
0: Like any anything that you own.
3: Yeah, like your watch, your like eyeglasses, my shirt, my car, anything take, I lose. i my glasses,
0: I'm, man. I can't see.
3: Well, the, yeah, right. So my point is that we did it on purpose. Well, what's the benefit? Well, the benefit is if I put crypto on here as a bearer instrument, I can actually give it away to people. Mm-hmm. Think about that. It's true. You
1: can give away like, crypto a, has gifts. like a sweet-ass gift card. Pa- like, paper
3: I, wallets suck, right? It's
0: so... Archa- fragile. And they're,
1: and they're scary, too, because like here I am printing a public and a private key that uh, might be vulnerable, that somebody
3: has the code. or yeah. I don't even know if I'm trusting the exactly. engine to create this paper Exactly. Wallet. So you're basically outsourcing that creation process to Ballet. I have nine years of crypto experience. I have three years of making uh coins or btcc mint i've been a coin maker since 2016 that was four years ago none of my coins have ever been sweeped none of my coins have ever been hacked stolen perfect pristine record i have eight six years seven years of experience with the btc china so i have a stellar reputation did you ever lose any bitcoin personally i have not Hmm. i have not lost any bitcoin personally how's that feel travis He's all verklempt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can when, tell you I've never lost any Bitcoin. Well, whenever Zab.
1: that slash dot article came out, I got on, so I was probably oh. one of the first twenty thousand people on this there. Two
3: thousand ten. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. And you're then you're my, the amazing.
1: My computer, my, I mined a, a block of Bitcoin, and then oh. I got five Bitcoin oh, from, no. from Zabo. Oh no! But then my computer crashed. Oh, no! And I, and I never thought to get my my Bitcoin off. <sighs> but I got all my important like photos and stuff off, but I never thought to get those fifty five Bitcoin, which was oh, worth one point one million dollars in january of oh my goodness. 2018 or whatever my so goodness. it but would be worth, nice to have
3: those back i would was I would worth always, a whole
0: lot less and uh you know when it true. hit 3200 so
3: that's there's true. that yeah, you're that's gonna true. buy it back buy it back that's what i say i yeah. say i say yeah. shake it off buy it back <laughs> yeah. we got some work to do folks if that's the case yeah. buy it back but the same thing if you were to lose a ballet card mm-hmm. i i cannot help you literally i cannot help you because we have deleted the keys, and the passphrases to all our ballet wallets. After we bring them out of the factory, we delete them. And how do we know that? Because that's part of my business process. Okay. And you no, know, that's a great because question. We, we, I, let, me, let me tell you how you know it. You know it because you look me in the eyes. You ask me if I've done it. I've done it. And you know why I've done it? Because I want to do it. Think about it. Let me let me look I'm in more, your eyes. Yeah, I've done it. Am I Those lying? really I truth-
0: sexy eyes, Mr. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'm just seeing a reflection of myself. And there you go. <laughs> Damn, you know, I look I'm, good. I'm staring at you. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah but think about it. I'm a I'm a self-made multimillionaire now. I'm well off. I can retire. Well, I can. It's true. It's true. I sold my company. Mm -hmm. I invested Bitcoin early for sure. I don't. I don't want to tell people I'm poor. The
1: Bitcoin, yeah.
3: A little bit. I, I mined only 20, 21 Bitcoins that, that year, okay? Uh, not not as much as other people. But the point is this. The point is, I'm financially independent and well-off. If I wanted to scam people, I could have scammed people at BTC China. If I wanted to scam people, I could have scammed people at BTC Mint by sweeping all their coins, which I did not do because why? I deleted those private keys as because well. reputation is more important. It's more important. Way more. It's worth more to me now. So... Why would I go out of my way to scam people in 2020 or 2019? So so do you see Think people it, right?
0: carrying small amounts of Bitcoin with them on this? You could do that. I so, mean, you don't see people putting a whole lot of Bitcoin.
3: Yeah, you I do even okay, need so it though, I, because once you have the app, if it's on the thing, you could keep this locked in your vault. Exactly, exactly. So for people who are hodlers, okay, either newbies or old-timers, you can keep this in a vault and keep a portion of Bitcoin on here, lock it up. I don't care if it's a bank vault a home vault or dig a hole or whatever, time capsule. And then once you have the app and you scanned it, you have a watch-only wallet on your phone. And it doesn't matter if you change your phone every you year. It doesn't matter if you from upgrade. It. You cannot spend from it. You can receive. Okay. You can generate new. You can generate, I like that. Yeah. Just send me all your Bitcoin. Huh?
1: Yeah, Exactly. Right. I, I don't necessarily know how to spend it yet though. I kinda I understand the, the process of it. I'll walk you through it. But it's like so here we go. So I got the I understand the code here. we'll, we'll do it right now. We'll do it live. That's here. your
3: that's your Bitcoin card. That's my card. I'm gonna yep. do it live on, on the podcast, right? And here's what we're gonna do. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So so Ladies and gentlemen, my... Bobby Lee is opening his wallet right now. So my app I, I press I press scan on my app. Mm-hmm. I scan my card. Yep.
0: This is the sound of scanning happening right now. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah, my cool. card. It's got uh-huh. $67 on it. Okay. And I'm going to send you each $5. How's no, that? Okay. I'm ready, So I'm going to press send. What currency I use? I choose Bitcoin. Okay. Yes, please. Now I press scan. And then what I do is when I press scan, I'm going to scan your uh, code. And we have a, I have a multi-scan ability on this oh, app. I'll just scan you. Now I scan, scan two. Me. I just scan. See that's that? That's badass. Yes. Scan
1: okay. you.
0: Done. Scan me. And now
3: I, I type in uh, 0. 0.0006. That's five bucks of Bitcoin to each of you individually. Could I have less zeros in mine, please? (laughs) I'll give you. Can you make it (laughs) 6.0? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Is that good, five bucks?
1: Sounds
0: good.
3: Okay, all right. So I click next, and now it's asking me to type in my passphrase. So this is a part where I have to scratch off the bottom of my card, and there's about a 20, 24-digit passphrase. I'm gonna type it all in.
0: Okay, while Bobby's typing in that passphrase.
3: And I'm not going to repeat it on the phone on the podcast here. But essentially, you just type it in here.
0: Well,
3: you're making me nervous, and I'm typing it wrong.
0: It's happening though. Uh, you guys really need to feel the weight of this card. It's really, uh, it, it's, an, it just feels impressive. It kind of reminds me of the uh, the American Express Black
3: Card. Yeah. Right. That's made of stainless steel. It, made it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Titanium. Is that titanium? I think it's titanium. Yeah. We yeah. make it even thicker. Okay. So after type it's in titanium in the pass- plus. Yeah. So after we, after you typed in the passphrase, now it's asking for the, for the encrypted private key. So now I turned on the camera. I peel back the sticker. Okay. I let it scan. It scanned it. And now after scanning it, if I typed it in correctly, it will match up. It will decode correctly. If I typed it in wrong or use the wrong card or the wrong passphrase, it will say error. Sorry, mm-hmm. I could not unlock it. You must have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. Go back a step. Did you do it right? I did it right. So it says, please review and send zero point zero one two. Send now. Okay. Done. Done. Right. I now, just felt my card vibrate. It, so it, <laughs> it got five dollars <laughs> heavier. It got five dollars <laughs> heavier.
0: <laughs> it electrocuted what, you me. Could, you
3: can tell. Like, yeah.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> it got five dollars heavier, and Cheers, my card. Probably. My card got. Got five dollars lighter.
0: So in a few minutes, because it, it's gonna, it has to go through blockchain, right? Take its time. So you could actually scan this uh, public code, absolutely, and it, you would see on on yeah. the block. So in fact, if I scan your wallet, there it is, right there. And
3: watch, what does it say? How much? It Says five dollars. Five dollars. How does it do that already? Because it's zero confirmation. We know it's on the. It's about to be confirmed.
1: That's so beautiful.
3: Yeah. So so there's no there's no need to wait for the confirmation because we have the private keys. Plus, you have the private key, so it's going to come over unless I were to double spend or something, which won't happen. I got to tell you, Mister Mister Bobby Lee,
1: that is fancy. It is.
3: It is. That
1: that is really cool. So you know what? That process of showing it, then I go, ah, it makes now you get it. Now now it it it, makes so much sense. But going through the other way and going, wow, I don't know. I just don't understand how that would how that works. All right, Bobby, listen. I get it. This this,
0: this is pretty cool stuff, and I think that. Um, ballet should give some wallets to Bad Crypto listeners.
3: What do you think? I would think? love to do that. Yeah. You guys have the most amazing audience. They should get a chance to try this out. For How, free. About, How about? For free? Yeah.
0: How many you want to give away?
3: Let's do 10.
0: No. Or Yeah, we have a lot more listeners. How about that. 20? Mm. Mm. You know what?
3: We should go all the way and go give out 50 wallets. 50? How about a,
0: how about a million wallets? <laughs>
3: <laughs> 21 million 50 wallets. 50 wallets. We could do that. We could 50 do that. Wallets. Do you have a big audience space?
0: We do have a big audience space. All man. right. Yeah. So, so let's so give
3: out to yeah. 50
1: lucky can audience members. Can put a members. dollar on it each one for them? Uh, no, it's it. Like they're already in the thing. Or do they, they scan on the thing? Is it, say,
0: is it scan can, on the box? Can you scan the public address in the box still?
3: Um, yes, the box, what happens is we've made a special we, – we designed it specially. You, you don't have to open that one. Just look at this one, okay? So what happens is what you did earlier was you pulled the tab and you opened the box. But without opening it, we have a special flap next to the symbol where you could actually crack this open like this. Uh-huh. And then this will reveal the QR code. That's cool. That okay. way you can send it. You, you're right? going to put a buck on each one just yeah, so people something. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Yeah, okay. That would
0: be awesome. All right. Uh, so, here's what we're going to do, guys. If you want to win one of 50 ballet, real Bitcoin, limited edition, first day of issue wallets, um, 50 of you are going to win one. You have to go to badco.in forward slash ballet and follow the instructions on that page. You're going to have to fill out a form because basically, we're not going to have the wallets. You're going to send yeah, we'll them. Ship them out. You'll ship them to the sure. world. Uh, any international issues? All over the world. Anywhere. Okay. Um, oh, this is going to be for a limited time.
1: Thank you, Mr. Bobby Lee, man. That was yes. amazing yeah. to be, man so we're great. gonna
0: we're gonna let this contest go. I don't know how long we're gonna run it for, but we'll, on the web page it'll say how long um, because we don't know exactly when this episode is coming out. But we appreciate that. Fifty awesome. of you are gonna get them. Badco.in man, forward slash ballet. Mr. Bobby Lee. The website for the wallet is ballet crypto. Not bad crypto ballet crypto.com. If you ever do a podcast, it could be the ballet crypto podcast,
3: yeah.com ballet crypto.com. Very nice,
0: awesome. Thanks, Bobby. Okay,
3: thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Mr. Bobby Lee,
0: and thank you also for giving away 50 ballet crypto wallets to listeners of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. We've got a form for you set up where you could enter at badco.in forward slash ballet. Make sure you fill it out completely. Name, email, your uh, shipping address in case you win, and that way we can select randomly from this. Mr. Travis Wright, how long should we do this contest for?
1: How about this, Mr. Jocom? How about, uh, so this is going live here on Sunday the 27th, and it's just a leap year. And so how about March 1st, like midnight March 1st, going into March 2nd, or what?
0: So it's one one full day, midnight, uh, Eastern Standard Time, March 1st, 2020. You have to enter by then, and uh, we will select 50 randos to win wallets. And then uh, Bobby Lee is going to ship them to you. He's even going to lick the stamp.
1: That's really if friendly that. of him. That's really nice of him to do that.
0: I don't know if he's a stamp licker or not. All right. I really don't know. Oh, and we shot video of this. At um, where we were at, where were we anyway? Where did we, we were fall? in
1: Vegas? We were in the presidential suite in Vegas.
0: Oh, feeling all presidential. Well,
1: we're yeah. hanging out there with Jason BTO.
0: Yep, that's coming up in about a week as well, and uh, that's going to be another great interview. But we shot video of the interview with Bobby Lee, so if you'll go to the Bad Crypto Master- Mastermind, I'm telling you putting words together like my career will totally go down the tubes if I could, you know, am unable to start putting words together because we you know our whole career is based on saying things (laughs) i mean if if, it pretty soon it'll be the horrible crypto podcast
1: yeah joel just keep saying things and then i think it'll all work out or we can keep editing we can editing might get a little more tough over time though mr Aaron. Right, The Bad Crypto Mastermind, <laughs> the go.in
0: forward slash mastermind to find the video version of this. Uh, and it'll be just like the audio version, only you'll be able to see us speaking with Bobby Lee.
1: Hmm, that's pretty handy. And you actually get to hear the exact same content in both places, but you get to see us instead.
0: It's called doubling down. And I don't know if that'll increase your chances of winning a ballet wallet or not. It won't.
1: It's no. not a ballet wallet.
0: <laughs>
1: or is it a ballot wallet? Ballot wallet. Yeah, to put your ballots in. Great stuff. Really enjoyed chatting with you. You know what actually was interesting about the whole, the ballet wallet thing is like some people get a little agitated because you can actually, you know, see your private keys and access your private keys all here on the same card. And that meant some people out of shape. I know there was a a, a Ken Bosak uh, argument with the guys there at ballet at the uh, the Bitcoin Miami event, but we're looking at this. I think it's really cool because there's, you know, it's like if you lose a hundred dollar bill, you're gonna keep keep your hundred dollar bill in your pocket. Keep this in your pocket. If somebody lose you lose your keys or you lose your wallet or you lose a, you lose it. That's the way life goes. So just don't lose it. All your information is right here on this device, and it's and it's really cool. We we did talk to him about it, talked to to Bobby Lee about it, and said so. How, how do the keys get generated? How are you able to send it? And he walked us through all of that. It seems pretty interesting. Some people have an issue with the fact that the private keys are located right here on the device. And uh, because if you lose it, they lose it. Right. So well, they're
0: located on paper wallet. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, But, you know, this is less likely, this is not going to get destroyed by water. Right. You know, the, uh, and, or get crumpled up. This is actually, you know, Travis, when you and I record, I keep mine right here at the desk. I like to fondle it Mm -hmm. uh, because it's, it's, it's a super thick, basically credit card size and it's got raised text on it and it's just you know for those who are tactile it's just a fun card to have yeah mr joe like to fondle
1: thick things I've especially with recording we just went from bad <laughs> to <laughs> worse <laughs> to worse and know, you let me door, mr joe condo
0: yeah I, I don't know there's nowhere to go from this but end it so stay bad. Who's bang?